probably the most famous person I've ever actually got to talk to is Quentin Tarantino. Um, I was at a film thing that he did in Austin. It was like an overnight deal where he had a series of movies that he was showing, including uh, premiering in Glorious Bastards. And they had told us before we went that if you get a chance and want to talk to him, just go up and treat him like a normal person. Don't go up and fawn over him about his movies or anything, but he is just a big film nerd and loves to talk movies, so just go up and chat with him. So, of course, I was dying to do this, and um, I think we're about four movies in, and it was uh, between between them around, I don't know, 2 in the morning, 2.30, and he was standing by himself. And I went over to him and started to talk to him about a Korean Western film that I had seen, The Good, The Bad, The Weird, which, by the way, is fantastic. Um, He got so super excited and started talking about that director and other directors he likes, and he uh, recommended a movie to me, A Bittersweet Life, which is also very good. And we just talked for, I don't know, five minutes maybe, just me and him. I remember walking away thinking that was just the most amazing thing. And I've told that story over the years that like I got to spend this time alone with this person that's a hero to me in many ways. And, or maybe hero's not the best word, but somebody that I just think is an amazing talent. And so from there, I've thought a lot about James chapter 2 where James was talking to the early church. And one of the things that he really made a point to tell them was that how you treat people, especially people that are, you know, low lifes, not so great, uh, you know, impressive, um, that that is something that obviously the church dealt with during that time. And it's really kind of funny because, and I'm not saying that I've, treated Quentin Tarantino any different than I probably treat the average person, but I was pretty stoked about talking to him, and and I felt special for it. And, you know, what James said was, show no partiality. If a man wearing a fine gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly, and then a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, and you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing. You know, sit here at a good place. And then you tell the poor man, you, you stand over there, or sit at my feet. You have judged them. And he he told them that, that with evil thoughts. And it's amazing to me watching how we do this so naturally that we see somebody that's homeless and we assume they probably deserve it or they're lazy or they did something to get in that situation when there's such a good chance that they probably have mental illness or something that caused it. I mean, I don't think anybody, even whether or not they have mental illness, just got up one day and thought, I want to live under a bridge or I want to live in a tent and try to get by while people, you know, glare at me and look at me like I'm terrible. I want to beg for money, or I want to get hooked on drugs. But we treat them that way, as if it's just a choice they made, and it's, you know, we're better than them for it. And then we see other people that look impressive. They make a lot of money, or they contribute to society, or whatever. Lately, we've got people flying into space, 
you know, just because they can. I mean, they have so much money they've spent and they've bought everything that they can possibly buy that now the only thing they have left is the thrill of flying a rocket above the stratosphere. You know, instead of using that money for probably what could be much better usage. And we look up to them. Or at least we fawn over them or we want them to look at us and and recognize us. We want to say, look, I met so-and-so or I had a conversation with this person. When really the people that we should be seeking to connect with are those in our everyday lives, however they come across us. And when we treat one better, I mean, think about yourself. If you're walked in a room and there was a homeless man in ratty clothes, smelled bad, bad hygiene, long hair, beard, looking as if he has, you know, his skin is leathery and weathered. And you look across the room and you see somebody like George Clooney or, you know, somebody famous, somebody that you think is amazing. And they both wave you over and want to talk to you. Do you pick the star? Do you pick the person that you think is impressive so you can tell stories later about it or because you can feel for a moment as if somebody important recognized you or somebody you look up to thought you were special? If you did, you made a judgment that that person was more worthy of your attention than the homeless person. That's a question we have to deal with, I think, in our lives all the time. And that is, how can we see people and the divine within them and look beyond the exterior and really find a way to love them or connect with them or believe in them or even just be kind to them because that is so much more important than the thrill we get from personally interacting with someone that we hold in high esteem Um, I can't say if I walked in that room I wouldn't go talk to George Clooney because you know It's human nature, maybe. But if that is, that means we're not tapping into our divine nature, which is to see all people as special and important and worthy. So just my observations, my thoughts for today. This is Scott. Thank you for listening.